The American dream has become a nightmare. Signs of the time are on cardboard on corners in town. Like a cancer that silently spreads, there's an unspoken fear. We're on our way down. We must take America back. Main Street to Wall Street, cities and states. I'm your host, Steve Elkins. Today's date is February 13, 2023. Of course, hour number two, my good friend. Rob McDonald from California chiming in here. By the way, I just want to say that's probably one of the best Rolling Stone songs I have ever heard. I, I love that song, Give Me the Shelter. Ron, what do you think? Yeah, I, I like it too. You know, that's a great song. Memories. Yeah. Oh, great memories. Great memories. We're on the phone with Laura. Laura, are you still there? I'm still there. Yes. Okay, Laura. Go I was away. just saying how, yep. how they, the Zionists hate Russia because he, he threw them out, you know. And here's the thing. They also hate all of us, too. Oh, they, yeah. they, they, they'd love it for Putin to, to nuke us, get rid of all their white Christian people. And that, that, that'll make room for them for their new world order. That just makes it good for them. That's why they keep provoking him. And that's why he's held off. He doesn't want to kill his own people. He doesn't want to kill yeah. Christian people. So. Well, you know, I, I think I think uh, Putin made an an honest attempt early on to to stop this and resolve the problem. And the uh, Zelensky Ukraine did not want to negotiate any kind of terms whatsoever. They continued on doing what they were doing, and that was bombing and killing innocent people in the Donbass that were Russian citizens. At some point in time, Russia had had to say, well, this is humanitarian now. Whether you understand this or not, we have to save these people and stop this this slaughter of our people. And that's exactly what's going on. Plus, we, we didn't talk much about it, but factor in that the United States, of course, pushing NATO – NATO wants to go into Russia, make uh, Ukraine wants to be a, a member of NATO. 
which would allow NATO to put in military bases, which would be very threatening to Russia. And you can't have that. That's not fair. That's not right. Uh, they agreed. They agreed many, many years ago. I forget what the accord was, but uh, not to do this because because it was threatening to Russia. And they all agreed, oh, no, we wouldn't do that. We wouldn't do this. Well, they lied. They lied. The United States lied. NATO lied. Ukraine lied. And they were pushing for NATO to come in. And uh, the bottom line is they want to end Russia. They want to get rid of Russia. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. They want to end the Christian white race, too. They yeah, can have they their do. world order. It's all, yeah. it's all those people, that World Economic Forum and all that, all those people in Davos mm-hmm. and all that, they think they're so smart, they're going to get rid of everybody. But the thing is, they don't know that we got we got exit strategy. You know who it is? Jesus. Jesus is our exit strategy. He will get us out of this. Well, to tell you the truth, Laura, I've been saying this for a while. Long overdue. Maybe it's time for the second coming. I'm okay. Right. I'm okay with I'm I'm okay with leaving. I really am. I've yeah. lived a decent life, uh, but I don't want to live in a country. I do not want to be a slave in my own country. I don't want to be a slave, and I certainly uh, am pushing back very hard on what I've recognized from the very beginning, that the whole COVID narrative, the whole COVID pandemic, pandemic is nothing more than a depopulation agenda. That's all it is. It's a depopulation agenda. Global. Get rid of us, yeah. That's right. And uh, all governments have signed on, and any government that didn't sign on, they were assassinated. They, yeah. Our politicians are not our friends, okay? Notice that we haven't lost any politicians. We have not lost any politicians to COVID. Right. It's because they didn't take the shots to begin with, but they're all they're all in on this global depopulation agenda. They're all on board on this. I don't know if you heard this. I just heard it this morning on Glenn Beck. Glenn Beck announced that uh, that Mark Levin has he didn't say what it was. He's he's got a Serious adverse effect from the shot. Mark Levin. I can't believe Mark Levin would be so stupid to take it. I know. I know. I mean, he's a major Israel firster. Did he not look over in Israel and see the damage caused in Israel? One of the most vaccinated countries on the planet here and how many Jews are dying from the COVID shots? Did he not learn? Geez, Levin, you're not too bright. Yeah. I don't know what. All right. Anything else on your mind there, Laura? Anything else on your mind? Just, I just wanted to say that they would love, love for for Putin to do some nuke or something. But and the thing is, even if they do that underwater one, you're still going to get the cesium or whatever. It's still going to be bad to breathe in. If I were people, I would stock up on the potassium iodate just in case. If you can get a hold of it, get it, and get your thyroid, put it in your thyroid, so you have lots of potassium iodate. That's my final suggestion to everyone. All right, Laura, thank you for your call. I appreciate it. Thank you.
There you go. 512-248-8252. 512-248-8252. I, you know, I, I was saying, Ron, that we're coming up on one-year anniversary for the Russians that went into Ukraine to make a wrong a right. I, I don't want to call it an invasion. Like I said, it's humanitarian. It's it's correcting a wrong and making it right. Uh, but uh, the mainstream media doesn't quite see it that way. That's why that clip I, I played by McGregor, Colonel McGregor there, is so important to to listen to. Again, it will be posted on the RBN website by Michael there. And uh, please watch it again and share it with others. You, people want to know the truth, really what's going on here. Well, here's an educated guy, a retired colonel, that's going to tell you flat out how it really is because you've been lied to so much by the mainstream media. You want the truth? Scott Ritter, people like Scott Ritter will tell you the truth. Dot, uh, McGregor here, Colonel McGregor will tell you the truth. There's, there's, there's a few, a handful of retired military who understand really what's going on and are trying to educate people on the truth so they don't follow the narrative for the mainstream media and what Washington is is spewing out there. And uh, it's, it's, it's caught, again, all for their, their best interest, the United States. They want a war. I don't know. But is, it, is it to offset the economic collapse that is coming, to blame it on that? Well, I don't think anybody's going to buy that because they're going to say the economic collapse was well on its way. Before you got yourselves in a war with any country, it was well on its way. I watched. I looked at the uh, the stock market today. I still can't figure out. The market was up in all sectors today. Everything was up. The Baltic Dry Index was 602. But for some reason, here on the 13th day of February, there was no new recording of the Baltic Dry Index. It's. Uh, it was a couple days ago. On the 10th was the last one. 602, are they afraid we're going to figure it out? That this global economic indicator that things are going downward trajectory here and that, that the economy is going to implode here soon, are they afraid we're going to figure it out? Well, I, I recall last year that uh, there was little traffic as far as uh, transporters carrying any um, grains or anything else in, in the um, in that area, and and I do have a question for you, uh, yes. Steve. Uh, we know that uh, Ukraine bombed its own people on East. Yes. Uh, what was the purpose of that? Was that specifically for preventing NATO from coming in, or was I, that? I think actually that was kind of what would you say a false flag, and that you blame somebody else for the for the the casualties. You you claim you kill your own people, kind of like uh, the uh, you know talking about. Uh, in Syria, Assad gassing his own people. That never happened. Right. And we right. found out that never happened. It's simply making victims out of your own people and then pointing a finger of blame to Russia. Uh, I think the United States government did that also in the World Trade Center with the, the attacks and over 3,000 dead. Uh, we must do something about this. Point towards the Middle East. Let's take revenge. Uh, they, they sacrifice people. They sacrifice people at Pearl Harbor. In order to get into the war, so it's it's no new strategy to right. to carry out a false flag, kill innocent people, and then blame the other guy for that. Yeah, and it was civilians they were killing. Yeah, so it care. was somewhat like a civil war, like we've had here in the states. Right. 
All right. Well, we got a couple calls coming in here. Let's. Uh, we must have said something right or something wrong, or they're just interested in this topic matter. Let's go to the phones and let's talk to John in Michigan. Welcome, John. Well, uh, good evening, gentlemen, and uh, I just wanted to bring up a couple of points with Ukraine uh, and Russia. Uh, back a few years ago, I remember uh, seeing Kerry talk about Russia and stating that we have to get uh, get Russia back because of their natural resources. And that would be because of the uh, bankers, I'm sure, that uh, uh, were involved when Putin uh, threw them out. And uh, so the, he's a boogeyman. Same with Syria. Uh, anybody that uh, deals with those bankers uh, in the wrong way could be uh, um, you know, damaged goods. But uh, we have to remember, too, that George Soros was involved with this, along with Obama, I believe, back in 2014 in Ukraine, and uh, that they have all these bioweapon labs, that money's being laundered through there, that children and yep. women and children are being uh, laundered through there. Uh, and uh, it's also uh, the breadbasket area uh, for that area uh, uh, in, in, the, in the stars, uh, a, a, a product that can be uh, exported. But uh, we had, they're protecting their criminality right now, and most people aren't even aware of that. They just show pictures of, of people in dire straits there. Uh, and get people's emotions all worked up. We've got a dumbed down nation. Completely. Yeah. I, oh, I agree with you there. No, you make a, yeah. you make some great points here. I'm glad you brought that up because it didn't it didn't mention that in this clip here. The other clip it did mention about the resources. Evidently, I can't remember the trillions and trillions as far as resources that Russia has, and you can bet that somebody you know is eyeing that and thinking if we could just just uh, dissolve the Russian government, where in a one world government we could do so. Uh, well, then those resources are up for grabs. The same way they were looking at North Korea also with lithium. I think they were ri lithium rich. They were looking at North Korea the same way. God, if we can get these people out of the way, we can take over over North Korea. We could take all the lithium here, which maybe they actually believed in their Green New Deal that they needed all this lithium or there was some other agenda there. But you're, you're absolutely correct. You're right on it. Uh, a point that was missed in this video but not the others resources, valuable resources in the ground that Russia holds, and also Ukraine. You're absolutely correct. We, we identified 45, 45 bioweapons labs in Ukraine that were run by U.S. corporations and uh, doing what? What were they doing? They were working on cures for diseases? No, they were working on gain-of-function, gain-of-function, which the new term now is what? Directed evolution. Uh, they're making pathogens more potent to kill. They've understood that wars in the future will probably be fought on the bioweapons side with bacteria pathogens rather than man-against-man man fighting. They know exactly what they're doing here. Uh, this is criminal, 45 labs. United States, States has dirty hands, dirty hands, bloody hands, on these operations, no doubt about it. And that that includes uh, Romney, uh, yep. uh, McC uh, McConnell. Uh, these are all scumbags uh, yep. uh, that are have Pelosi's. Anybody, uh, uh, the guy from South Carolina, uh, Lindsey Graham. Oh, Lindsey uh, Graham. They, yep. they, they, they're protecting themselves by using as. Uh, um, Kissinger would say our, our military is cannon fodder. Uh, yep. And going back to the earthquake, uh, 
that's uh, the probability is very much like Dane has mentioned to you mm-hmm. that, that it took place because they did the same thing in Haiti and Chile when uh, they came back from the uh, climate uh, um, meeting climate in Accord. Amsterdam. Okay. Was, was, uh, uh, soon after that, they got hit with their earthquake, and uh, Carl Vincent aircraft carrier wasn't too far off uh, their area because I know someone that was on it. And uh, it's the Navy has the technology to do it. Sure, they uh, do. And they're usually they're the ones that are probably involved with it. Uh, that book, Death in the Air, uh, by Doctor yeah. Leonard War- Horowitz, talks yeah. about some of the. Uh, yeah, this was back in two one. You know, you know, I wonder, John. You know, we've seen a lot of dead, uh, dead whales, sperm whales washing up on the beaches, and I, I wonder if that's all associated with the manufacturing of these uh, these earthquakes. We're seeing dead orcas, seeing dead sperm whales. Uh, they're just uh, they're just washing up now. I wonder what that direct energy or whatever how they're doing this. Is it killing off some of our sea life, and that's why we're seeing these dead whales wash up? Well, I recall Rosalind Peterson, a Californian. I think you remember Rosalind Peterson. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Maybe maybe not, but she was an activist like uh, Deborah Tavares. But uh, she was mm-hmm. talking about the Navy's program uh, in the ocean, blowing up uh, uh, the life in the ocean. Uh, mm-hmm. with, uh, that was back in 10 years ago that they were working on that project, and it could still be going on, but there's a lot that uh, other factors, too. But uh, I, I didn't think of uh, that um, as, a, uh, as a cause, possibly the uh, uh, image, uh, uh, um, the frequencies that are being emanated with their uh, mm-hmm. all of these different techniques. Uh, and one uh, something my brother told me recently, he said that uh, he was listening to Professor James McKenney talking about Biden, and that he says that there's probably two Bidens. He says, if you look at the earlobe, he says one ear, one has a, a, a distended earlobe, and the other one doesn't. So that's something to throw in the in the pot. To so see we're, we're we're looking at the same situation as that Hollywood movie called Dave. There's a, there's an imposter Joe Biden there, and the other Joe Biden is maybe in the basement on a ventilator. Uh, whatever they need to do to get their program <laughs> in place, and that's that's. That's Obama. That's yeah. But you you do remember the movie Dave? The uh, the president was in the basement on a ventilator. You you do remember mm-hmm. that, right? I didn't. I can't recall it. I, but um, yeah. go watch the movie Dave was, sometime. It's it was a good movie. Uh, yeah, I, I saw that, Steve. Yeah. Hey, John, oh, thank sorry, you for your call. Appreciate it. We got to yeah, move on here, but thank Professor you for your James call. Mc- what? Professor James McCanny on, if you can. He, he he's got huh? some insight too. I'll, I'll work on it. I'll, I'll work on it. Thanks, John. Appreciate it. Got it. Let's go back to the phones. Let's talk to uh, Francis in North Carolina. Welcome, Francis. Hey, young man. Hey, fellas. Um, yes. I always I feel good when she calls me young man. How about you, Ron? You feel <laughs> good do. about? I yeah. do. I do. I know I'm a lot Even though I'm not, I feel I feel a little bit better for just a little bit of that call. I feel better. Francis, what's well, on that, your mind? What isn't on my mind? Um, hey, considering my age, you are a young man. So both of you. Anyway, that, aside from that, um, I, okay, uh, uh, yeah, there's, a, there's a bump of music. <laughs> Francis, hold the thought. We'll come right back to you. Stay tuned. Is that all?
Are you one of the millions of people who feel like there is a dark cloud hanging over their heads whenever they're using pharmaceutical drugs? For some, the short-term relief can turn into an opioid addiction nightmare. Have you ever wondered why CBD oil is a billion-dollar industry? It's because it works better than opioids and is actually healthy for you. However, CBD oil is stripped of all other helpful compounds found in the hemp plant. According to neuroscientists, the whole hemp plant, otherwise known as hemp paste, is even more effective than the chemically processed CBD oil. Are you ready to take back your health? You can try hemp paste by going to rbnhemppaste.com. That's Consider this. Dead people see only what they want to see. And frankly, most of us are still dead. Let me give you the lessons of gold and five easy lessons. Number one, don't buy it because you need to make money. You buy gold because you need to protect the money you already have. Don't ever look at the price as a barrier. Look at it as an incentive. Number three, don't buy its paper pretenders. We talked about that a lot. Buy gold. Buy the real thing in the form of coins and bullion. Fourth, don't fall prey to glitzy television or Facebook ads. Do your due diligence instead. And that's what I try to provide you with and have for 26 and a half years on the air. And 30 years in this profession. Fifth, don't allow naysayers to divert your interest. Allow yourself the right to protect your interests as you see fit. Jeff Bennett here. One of the ways you can do that is to contact Kettle Moraine Limited. Contact me by calling or texting me at 602-799-8214. 602-799-8214. You can also email me at kettlemoraineltd at cox.net. Let me help you protect your wealth and your family today. Once again, call or text us at 602-799-8214 or visit our website, sierramadrepreciousmetals.com. Be glad to help you out. Be glad to answer your questions. That's what we're here for. No pressure, just good, hard, common sense. The decision then becomes up to you. Black masses, evil minds. 
signs that plot destruction Sorcerer of death's construction In the fields of bodies burning As the war machine keeps turning Death and hatred to mankind Poisoning their brainwashed minds Oh, Lord, And we are back. This is the National Interim Board. What perfect... Uh Timing, perfect bumper for this uh, this segment here, talking about war here. That's a little Black Sabbath there that Michael pulled out of the out of the vault. Good job there, Michael. Uh, it uh, definitely fits what we're talking about here. We're going to go back to the phones and talk to Francis in North Carolina. Francis, go ahead and finish up there. Hey, kiddo. Uh, one, I'm finding it interesting as far as all the distractions are concerned, and one technical question as a result. Okay, we had the Corona fiasco. Uh, which can be easily uh, remedied, which I could go through a whole diatribe about that, but I can write you a note instead, which I shared with uh, Michael Rivera, for that matter, earlier today. Um, You had the corona fiasco. You had the documentary, uh, the document uh, fiasco. That's two. Uh, You have the up, up, and away in my beautiful balloon fiasco. That's three. Um... There was a fourth one that um, is escaping me at the moment. It does have, I think it has to do with the earthquake or something else. I'm trying to recall. Oh, also the uh, train fiasco in uh, between Ohio and uh, Pennsylvania. Yeah, I saw that. And so, yeah. Which is a really nasty uh, distraction. Yeah. Uh, oh, I know it was. The, uh, the fiasco is going on in Ukraine. So that's about five or six half dozen distractions of what's going what might actually be going on that people are not actually learning about until all of a sudden, bam, it hits you in the face. And then you're mm-hmm. numb as I'll I'll get out. Right. Right. Um so I'm 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 observing these and I'm doing it from an outside point of view of what's happening, where's going on and so forth. Which leads me to my question next is when I look at a map of that mm-hmm. area over in the Middle East with Turkey, Syria, and so forth. How far along that border did that earthquake occur in? Did it occur during the whole border, or did it go over the border into another country? Because if it went over the border into another country, then that's a telltale that it was engineered. Mm-hmm. And I can tell you why. One, if it did go over the border, it went into the north western part of Iran. Now, they've been looking for the longest time to attack Iran somehow, some way, some yeah. shape or form for decades. If, 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 if Bush Jr. Shrub uh, wasn't able to do it back then, when they were dealing with Iraq and Afghanistan and so forth, the nauseam, then they decided to wait until they get their uh, geoengineering in order and do it that way. So the question is, how much area was covered along that border between those other two countries to actually pull that off? Yeah. And well, excellent, excellent point, because you're absolutely correct. They are looking for, at least Israel's looking for a way to attack. They've been attacking, but they, they would definitely want to take over Iran, no doubt about it. You're absolutely correct. I, I, didn't, I hadn't factored that in. But uh, that's that's something we'll have to wait for Dane to see where, it, where the actual 
earthquake earthquake originated from where actually Bingo. in this video so soon we'll find out Bingo. well meanwhile y'all have a great week and i'll have lime coconut and pineapple my corona and the variants all right enjoy that one. Oh yeah make sure you, make sure you have the little umbrella in the top there yeah. Oh, well. Let's go back to the phones. Let's talk to Glenn in Philadelphia. Welcome, Glenn. Ah, good evening, Steve. Hi. Um, I'll tell you, you're, you're kind of giving me the heebie-jeebies a little bit with the bumper music from Creedence Clearwater Revival, Rolling Stones, Black Sabbath. I was born in 1960, and I have big childhood remembrances in the late 60s and early 70s of the Vietnam era. But I certainly remember the movies that came out later, such as Apocalypse Now, um, mm-hmm. Full Metal Jacket, and Platoon. Mm-hmm. Um, this is, you know, certainly, I mean, it's it actually kind of, I was sitting here actually feeling a little anxious, you know, um, hearing that music. And it's like, um, so much has transpired uh, since that era. I mean, I think about um, people talking about this nation going to war, and, you know, I, I realize, like, high school kids of today do not have memory, rem- remembrances mm-hmm. of 9-11. Yeah. And Desert Shield and De- Desert Storm were 10 years before that. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. you know, and so all this stuff that's been going on, I mean, the, you know, the youth simply have no concept mm-hmm. of the nope. culture-changing aspects of these things. Nope. You're absolutely you know? correct. And, You're absolutely correct. You're correct. And it... it yeah, it's like when they, you know, I mean, I realize this I, is this is a Molly Coddle generation. We're 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 seeing this is the woke, and this is the this is a Molly Coddle generation. You know, uh, they believe they they have entitlements. They should get something for free. They don't know about hard work. A lot of them don't know about hard work. Uh, we're not we're not prepared, Glenn. We're not prepared for bringing any of these these kids into the military whether through uh you know re- enlisting yourself or being drafted in and what we have in the military right now they're destroying our military through wokeism and uh, all this transgender lgbtq and and uh, you know gender identity problems we have really made our military very weak and uh, i i think that's all by purpose i i don't think that's by accident i think that's all purposeful in, in my day, I mean, I remember interacting with older guys who had been in World War II. My father was drafted into the Korean War era. Fortunately, thank God, he ended up going to uh, Germany with a National Guard unit rather than Korea. Yeah. Although yeah. he didn't know people, but I mean, and, you know, and then we have Vietnam. I mean, the the kids, kids these days, I mean, you don't have much opportunity to interact with military people experienced from, you know, several culturally distinct war eras like that. You know, I have have the slightest idea of what it means. I mean, a few few years ago, we had a storm here in the suburbs of Philadelphia. We've had, we had storms that took the power out for three days, and that was like a huge privation, you know, people mm-hmm. at that, you know, and a couple of times when the power's been out for a day or more or something, when something like that goes on, it doesn't matter if you have a BMW in the driveway as, as long as you have a Briggs and Stratton or a Tecumseh mm-hmm. running in the backyard sure. <laughs> for a generator. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. 
and and we have no we have no idea what privation means. I mean, people, no, I mean, people now can't even remember, uh, you know, the the, the supply um, problems of two, the 2008 economic downturn. Yeah, I mean, I remember walking through Walmart and seeing empty shelves and thinking, oh God, you know, in in your justice, remember mercy, you know, and and, and it's well, Americans, like, Americans in general. I mean, Ron, you probably agree with me with this comment on a statement I'm going to make is that Americans don't know much about war. We've never had a war on our soil other than war against uh, you know the states, the North and the South fighting each other, which is quite the embarrassment brother against brother we don't know the horrors of war because we've never had one on our own soil here now right. we're, we're we're potentially in that situation if if we get into a war it's not going to be somewhere else it's going to be here well, why do you well, say yeah, that yeah. Steve? right What's and that? the idea of surface ship navies is is yep. gone you know they're sending tanks to uh, Ukraine, a tank is one of the worst places to be in modern conventional mechanized warfare. You have a life expectancy of a handful of minutes if you're in a tank. Um, you know, it, it's uh, we don't have the slightest idea of of uh, privation. How many? How many? Like we don't know what it's like to have uh, dead bodies laying all around. You know, no, these people we in don't, Turkey. We don't know that, you know, right? Glad here's uh, here's some information yeah. from uh, from Michael board up Michael here my producer uh, he says tell Glenn that Austin lost power for an average of four days over 150 thousand people homes customers during that ice accumulation on trees two weeks ago taking down power lines and blowing transformers Sam and Julie were out for over four days RBN lost power for four hours on about the fourth day of it wow. Wow. Yeah. And so, yeah, and that's like, and we, I, we haven't heard, heard much about that, and it's a huge privation, mm-hmm. you know, but, and we have a strange, like the strangest perspective about death, like even on 9-11, where 3,000 people died, those 3,000 people represented only 2% of the people who died worldwide that day. Yeah. Because right. every day, between 150 and 170,000 people die worldwide yeah. and, and look that up and sense but it but it was statistics. horrific you see and that's remember remember yeah. what david ray yeah. griffin said we need a new world uh, we need a new pearl harbor something horrific and that's exactly what it was and then they showed the video over and over again of the buildings pancaking coming down and then you're told you're told Three thousand plus people just perished right now, and people get angry and they get disturbed and they want revenge. Uh, the whole thing was scripted quite well. It, it, like I said, David Ray Griffin said, in order to go to the Middle East, uh, there has to be an, a, a catalyzing event here to bring people together. It has to be horrific. Nine eleven happens, and uh, there you go. We're on our way to the Middle yeah. East. Right. I, I've often said. Well, if, if, with a war issue here and, and uh, all this talk about missiles and all that, uh, somebody could fire a missile. All they have to do is fire a, a couple of dud missiles with no warhead over oh, in a nice uh, ballistic arch over our cities and have them laying out in the middle of nowhere. Wouldn't matter. All it would take is the sight of, of a missile flying over and, um, you know, everybody would fold like a road map. That's right. Yep. All right, All right Glenn, you, I thank you thank for your call. Appreciate it. we got to move on here. we got more calls in the loop here. Sherry in Kansas, you're up next. Hello, gentlemen. Um, Hello, I Sherry. I got a qu- question for Ron. 
On okay. uh, last week, um, towards the end of the show, I think it was, talked about the uh, the January 6th people that are still in jail, and you said something about the um, that it's really against the the Sixth Amendment. Right. Or, right. Can you expound on that? Because I've, I've been reading it, and... Um, has it got anything well, to do with that they consider them uh, citizens of the United States, or U.S. Well, citizens? No, it, the Sixth Amendment says where a crime can be committed and who has jurisdiction over that crime. And if you look at the Sixth Amendment, all crimes are dealt with within the state, not within the federal government. The federal government was never given any uh, authority over crimes. It has to, like, for example, let's say uh, someone has um, counterfeited within a state. The state is the proper venue for that crime. And the Sixth Amendment uh, backs that up. If you read it word for word, you'll see it's very clear. Okay. So, so let, me, let me ask a question real quick here in between your, your questions, Sherry. So when the feds come in... Your example of counterfeiting, they call it a federal crime, but it's actually a state crime in their jurisdiction. But the feds seem to supersede on that case on counterfeiting. Ron? Right, right. You know, um, Barron versus Baltimore is a case that actually stated, although it's it's been overruled at this point, but it said that one can't sue the U.S. government because he's never been made, a citizen's never been made party to the Constitution. And we weren't made party to that Constitution. We've been basically roped in by the 14th Amendment, and everyone agrees they're a 14th Amendment citizen. Therefore, you, you're giving credibility to the federal government for jurisdiction over you as a citizen of the international United States. Sherry, does that answer your question? Okay, so um, in the in the the one I'm looking at, I've got the Citizens Rule Book here, and it says uh, an impartial jury of these of these state and state is capitalized. So that means yeah. uh, one of the states of the union. Correct. Okay. Correct. Okay. Um, so, and the Constitution was written in clear language for uh, two or more reasonable people to interpret as one would interpret at the time the Constitution was adopted. Well, um, I tell you what, Ron, if you ever get a chance to uh, listen to uh, some of the archives of Mike Gaddy's show, he's a fairly new host on um and he i think he said he used to work at the nsa uh, and um but he's actually gone back and looked at a lot of the letters between people that were drafting the constitution particularly madison because mm -hmm. um madison and um some of the others, they in Washington, I think Washington too, they absolutely did not want the Bill of Rights. Right. You know, I mean, these people were, you know, they just wanted 
I really think that they, um, you know, sold all the colonists a, a bill of goods to, just to get the fighting force, and they intended just to put. Well, this what would be the rationale? What would be the rationale, Ron, for not wanting? Why? Why would they not want the Bill of Rights? I, do they? They really want to hold <laughs> government at at so much more control and power over the people? And I mean, that's that's a big well, turnoff. I, I, I'm. Once well, the, it's out there, talk about rights and freedoms and Bill of Rights, and then you say, "Well, we don't want you to have that." It, it kind of, uh, it kind of uh, points, a, you know, a, a finger at your government to be more of a tyrannical government and controlling government than than a government of the people. And the word democracy is 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 far off if if you start thinking in this in these terms. Well, the reason they didn't want a Bill of Rights is because your rights could not be listed. There, there were myriads of rights, the right to breathe, the right to, to speak. The, if you list them, you narrow down the rights, and they'd be used against you eventually, and that's precisely what has happened. Well, I, I disagree with you there after listening to uh, some of the letters that my Gaddy's talked about is because they really wanted – the ability to tax the people. I really think they had machinations of um, just making a lot of money. And these these people, they were mostly lawyers. Well, you're the, talking about the Constitution, am I right? The Constitutional you're, Convention, yeah. yeah. Now, now, understand, uh, Patrick Henry said when he was uh, going over the, the preamble to the Constitution, and it said, we the people... And he says, how dare you put we the people in? The people have nothing to do with this instrument. We were right. never made party to the Constitution. Patrick Henry, he he predicted a lot of things that are going on as, as we went along in the country, how they were going to just, you know, do what's been happening. Um, so anyway, I'll let some other callers talk to you. Thanks. All right. Thank sure. you. Thanks Bye. again for the call. No, thanks for the call. So, do you want to elaborate a little bit more on that? Uh, I, I'm, I'm, I was not quite getting all of it. Why the, why Lincoln, and Madison would not be for, the uh, the Bill of Rights, Ron. Well, well, when you list rights, it's when you start listing rights, you narrow the rights down. Okay. Uh, all our rights precede the constitution before the constitution was ever adopted we had rights Na natural rights natural rights and that's natural the right rights. to bear arms the right, right. to freedom of speech and, and it can go on forever with all the rights we have to right. own land without liens on it the whole bit not to be taxed the whole gamut of mm -hmm. rights mm -hmm. when you start listing the rights and they're very narrow yeah. uh you start um you start basically taking the rights of a human being and narrowing in those rights where he doesn't have the ability to access the rest of the rights. I got it's, it. It's like the, the Ninth Amendment gives us uh, all the rights before the Constitution was ever adopted. Right. But it is the least amendment ever decided or determined in the Supreme Court. Right. Well, that's clarified a little bit better now. I, I understand where you're going with that. If you narrow it down, then it, it actually becomes more restricting Right. Of a right than a right that's that's for you. I, I understand that. Let's go back to the phones. Let's talk to uh, Tony in Pennsylvania. Welcome back, Tony. 
Hi there, Steve. Uh, uh, do you hear me? Yes, hear you fine. Okay. Uh, Scott Ritter mm-hmm. has said that the most that Russia protects its citizens uh, the most with bunkers and underground facilities. Uh, they're preparing for all war with the U.S. But the U.S. doesn't protect its citizens too well, I do not think. The only other country I can conceive of that does protect its citizens in case of all-out war is Switzerland. They have many different bunkers. But to get back to that other fellow before the lady, he said that uh, a very interesting thing. He said that if if, uh, America was attacked by Russia... And they wouldn't have to use nuclear weapons, just just conventional rep- weapons, you know, the big, big type yeah. conventional. Yeah, that that would uh, put many Americans into panic. And you know what happens in the big cities when Americans go into panic. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I think that gentleman was absolutely correct. Americans don't know what it would be like to have mm-hmm. war. Come to our shores. Well, Tony, I I would add I would add to what you just said there. The conventional method uh, that might be a little obsolete, knowing what we know now about the uh, the bioweapons labs and what they're working on. It would be simple as they've done in 1967 and 1968. Be pretty easy to fly over a country and spray a bunch of pathogen, and uh, to take out take out your enemy. And I think that's the direction. That's the direction our next wars will be. There'll be uh, pathogen wars, bio, biomed pathogen wars. I think that's where we're headed. You're, you're, you're absolutely correct, Steve. Uh, it probably would not be conventional war. But all they would have to do is they buy, buy a big city, you know, where there's a refinery in Houston mm-hmm. or L.A., is send one, one of these big missiles, cruise missiles, in and blow it up, and Americans would go into panic. I'm telling you, they would go into panic because they would know what war is really like. Yeah, uh, they don't. But the other thing is, the other thing is, uh, I was I was going to tell you about. You know, when uh, Zelensky came to Congress, he had like a Nuremberg rally there, didn't he? With our Congress, like a Nuremberg. It was. It was, rally? Uh, it was disgusting. Actually, the behind Pelosi was a Ukrainian flag. Next to actually, it was uh, tied together with the Ukrainian flag, the U.S. flag, which is actually disrespectful to the U.S. flag. Uh, yeah, their their loyalty right off the bat was shown right there. Yeah, this, that reminded me like of a Hitler-Nuremberg rally. Yep. And he had one in London with their parliament. And I was mm-hmm. thinking of, of that right away. Uh, what would, would Zelensky look like if he had one of those two-cornered hats? They called them a, a bi-cornered hat in the 19th century. Who would he look like? Um, have any idea? No, I don't. Who? He's a short guy, right? Okay, yeah. Napoleon? Napoleon. You're right on. <laughs> he reminds uh, me good. of Napoleon if he had one of good, them good hats call. on. You good know. Call. Okay, that's about all I gotta say. You guys take care. All right, appreciate the call. Always do. Uh back to the phones here and uh we got a few here. We got three more in the loop. We got Pat in Fort Worth. Pat, welcome to the show. Hi Steve. Uh 
I'm sorry, I, I was I was asleep. That uh, you, are you talking about the fact that the uh, Republicans uh, one by one read the whole Constitution into the uh, law, uh, and, and, or the, you know, so that it, everybody knows it's there and what it says in, in case they try to take it away? Did y'all know that? Okay. Well, I'll tell, I wanted to tell you something else. There are two apps. Okay. Are you there? Okay. Yeah, we're here. There are two apps that you can get on the Constitution on on the uh, uh, store. Uh, the, uh, anyway, uh, they uh, one of them. It, it, uh, it not only does the Constitution, it outlines it, and it goes through other documents too, related documents, and it answers questions about what was any problem they had back then. Really, pretty good. Okay. And uh, right. the third thing is, everybody wants to get rid of the Constitution. Half the people want to get rid of the Constitution, they come on RBN, and the other half want to uh, uh, get the Constitution party <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and uh, throw the Republicans out. So, you know, it's, that's, that costs us to lose the Senate in Georgia because 5% people voted for the Constitution party, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and uh, we would have won the Senate. Yeah. Uh, and I don't know. I just I heard Mike Gaddy, and he's he's good. He's really good. But did you know? Uh, this is another thing. If y'all want to talk about uh, Ukraine, uh, did you know uh, that the TV has been playing a movie about Stalin starving the Ukrainians to death? Did you know that? No, no, I do not. Okay. Well, uh, you know, if, if they have that kind of history. Uh, they're going to keep fighting because, uh, you know, I mean, uh, if the Russians did it once, they'd do it again. Well, well how, how, do, how do we know this is true? you got to remember there's a big PR campaign here, propaganda campaign going on against Ru- Russia and China right now, North Korea. I mean, just I because somebody says it Gaddy. doesn't mean it's true. I think you know. Mike Gaddy mentioned it. Well, but, I, I, I need resources. I need links to the information. I just can't. I can't buy it because somebody said it. Pat, we got to oh, no. move on you here. We got a couple more calls. To. Appreciate you the call. Got to move on. Joel in Wisconsin, you're on next. Yes, uh, when Ron says that the people are not part of the Constitution, I I wonder why uh, if, if the Bill of Rights is part of the Constitution and it mentions people many times, how does he explain that? I just don't understand it. Well, okay, let, let's go to simplify the, the relationship between the United States and the state. Uh, you have a state income tax in most of the states. That is a domestic tax. You have a United States federal income tax. That is an international tax. Uh, are, do you see the difference? You become an international citizen under the federal government. You become a state citizen under the state government. Uh, when it says the people of the United States, you're talking about the employees and officers of the United States. That's how it was set up. Uh, well, where does it say that? Well, that, well, the the case that I quoted says that we were never made party to the Constitution. Therefore, the states and in Barron versus Baltimore, it talks about the the uh, Bill of Rights, and it says uh, the determination was is that 
if the, the United States wanted the citizenry of the state to be party to it, it would have so included that in, in the Constitution. We were never included in the Constitution. Is the Bill of Rights a part of the Constitution? The, yeah, it's attached to the Constitution, but it has nothing to do. It Basically, the Ninth Amendment tells you that the people have rights beyond the Constitution. Their rights come before or uh, pre-Constitution. That's where we look for our rights. People are using the Second Amendment saying that gives us the right to bear arms. I say, no, it doesn't. The Ninth Amendment gives you the rights uh, preceding the adoption of the Constitution. Right. right. Okay, I was just trying to make sense out of that. Yeah, okay. I... It's just like the term uh, person in lowercase uh, is different than person in uppercase in the Constitution. Person in the uppercase was a proper noun. The lowercase was a slave. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Got it. All right. Hey, thanks, Joel. Good call. Yep. Good interesting call. Let's go back to the phones. It uh, looks like Sherry in Kansas is returning. So, Sherry, welcome back. Sherry, are you there? Misty. Got a Sherry here. Hi. Okay. How about Misty in Kansas? Misty, are you there? Yes. All right. Play yes. Misty for me. Play me. Misty for me. Uh, I enjoyed the gentleman's call prior, and I think the issue here is we don't use pop proper terminology okay there is the constitution which is a document on how the government is supposed to be run then there is the bill of rights now the bill of rights was the first amendment to the constitution with 10 articles Articles. They're called articles, not amendments. Okay, now, checkmate on this. This is the people's law, the Bill of Rights. Checkmate on all this fraud is Article 9, the enumeration in the Constitution of certain rights shall not be construed to deny or disparage others retained by the people. That's all the articles in the Bill of Rights. That checkmates the government. Then you have Article 10, the powers not delegated to the, to the United States by the Constitution or prohibited it to the states are reserved to the states respectively or to the people period so that is where everything gets confused anything after that was a fraud if you go with the 16th amendment no it was never ratified but did that violate the ninth article of the people's law, the Bill of Rights? This can go on 
forever and ever. But that is our law, the people's law. And anything else beyond that, oh, I need to switch and be a national. There is no statute of limitations on fraud, and it's a fraud. Because the ninth article is violated. Correct? Okay, Misty, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let Ron respond because you, you threw a lot of stuff out there, and that's more in his ballpark, but to uh, his wheelhouse, Ron... Well, I, I can say you can tell the jurisdiction over criminal acts under the federal government, and that's piracy, treason, treason, and uh, counterfeiting. Uh, that's the limit of their scope of jurisdiction. Uh, any? Do you notice any other uh, laws or any other um, jurisdictions over any other crimes in the Constitution? And as you said, Missy, you named the Sixteenth Amendment, which uh, it's not supposed to have changed anything in the Constitution. Well, a direct tax, and that's basically what it is, a direct tax on our incomes, is against the law. It's supposed to be indirect if they're going to get money from the people within the, the states. They have to go through the state itself, and the state has to raise that tax for the federal government. It's it's not supposed to be on the heads of the citizenry. Oh, I agree one. One hundred percent. What I'm saying is that that is called the 16th Amendment. Anything after the first 10, if you read, just go with the 11th, does that amendment, not article, does that violate the ninth article? That is where it's all fraud. Yeah, I, I would agree with you, because uh, for immunity to our officers under the 11th Amendment, that means they can commit crimes, and they're not, a, they're not uh, held accountable for those crimes. Amen. We, we would never give that uh, authority to our servants. Right. And the ninth article forbids it, which goes back to the fraud. Yes. Correct? That's correct. You're on point. Misty, excellent call. Excellent call. I wish you'd called a little earlier. We could have, could have gone more into detail on this one here. That's a great question to ask. And you asked the right person. Uh, Ron McDonald, thank you for joining me in the second hour. I appreciate you every weekend, every week. Uh, that's uh, That closes our show out. Health, happiness, and safe travels, everybody. I'm back in the studio on Sunday for my show, Off the Beaten Path. We will talk again. Good night. Are you sick of censorship? TLB Talk is the cure. TLB stands for Truth, Liberty, and Balance. We are the newest and most unique social media platform to hit the Internet. We were built out of necessity because Big Tech, Big Pharma, and Big Brother are out of control. The only thing bigger than them is when we the people are united. With that vision, TLB Talk was born. Our battlefield is in cyberspace. The battle we're in can be won by clicks of buttons and voting with your wallet. TLB Talk has no hidden agendas, no corporate funding, and we do not sell, trade, or give away any of your information. Our platform runs off of generous donations of members and merchandise profits. So please, check out our site. 
It's the best around. And be sure to stop by our store. It's loaded with items that'll have you feeling a sense of member pride and victory. Come unite with us today at TLBtalk.com and join the social media revolution. You're listening to Real Talk Radio. Only on the Republic Broadcasting Network. 